Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, folks, the last couple days I've, I've spoke out of Philippians and, um, and then out of Ephesians and Paul's letters. And today I want to speak out of Galatians. I just, I always kind of lump those together. Sometimes I lump Colossians in with that. We know that Paul wrote 13 of the books and possibly 14. They're not sure about Hebrews. It's not a fact, but many people think he wrote Hebrews also. But I want to speak out of Galatians today and just just some things. What I like about when Paul speaks to the churches, he speaks practical truth, things that should be easy to follow if we're following in his footsteps. But sometimes we get so engraved in sin that we have a hard time stepping back. And so then we start justifying our sin. And I don't want to go to church because they will judge me. We want you in church. The church is the hospital. The church is for those that need to know God and be forgiven. I'm telling you, I would be so angry if I thought people came into our church that were living a life of sin and we had people in our church that would put them down or talk bad about them. That would be worse than the sin, I think. I mean, we've got to be careful because we want to love those people into the kingdom and and let God do the forgiving. We're not the judge of man, but the word of God, it lays it out and we have to follow it. That's your judge is God and God's word. And so and you'll never find me judging you. You may do something terrible and I may know about it, but you know, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say you're cast to hell because you did this. I'm going to say, hey, turn things around. I'm there for you. Let's walk together in the right path. Let's just look ahead. Let's be positive. And God will forgive you and your friends will forgive you. And if they don't, then there's an issue there and that's their issue. They're going to stand before Almighty God. We're all going to stand before him someday and give an account for our life. Well, let's turn to Galatians chapter 6. And this is where Paul's letter to the church at Galatia. As he traveled around, he spoke to the church and he wrote letters to the churches. And this one, I'm going to chapter 6 because I like what it says. And it's, it's something that we can talk about. And we can certainly understand what it says. Brothers, if someone is caught in sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. If someone is caught in sin... If your brothers and believers in church are caught in sin, it says we are to restore them gently, not to beat them over the head because of their sin. You horrible person. How could you have done that? How could you have stepped out on your wife? How could you have uh, made this terrible error? How could you have done this? No, he said, restore them gently. Hey, man, I'm here for you. I want to pray for you. Can I pray for you now? You know, and, and be gentle and be kind and let them know that you care deeply for them and you will be there for them. Many kids are driven out of their homes because parents come across so harsh. We have to be careful. Paul tells this to the church. And then he goes on in the same verse. He says, but watch yourself. Or you also may be tempted. So he's saying this, don't think you're too spiritual. Now he said, it calls for the spiritual to help restore the others. But he says, don't think you're too spiritual. Don't put yourself on a pedal lest you fall. Because Satan would love to have solid Christians fall. We've seen many a preacher, many a TV preacher 
fall because the enemy was so great that they couldn't withstand it. I can name you people and you could name me, you could name people too that have fallen because of that. But if they do, I hope people will gently restore them. In verse two is very important for each of us. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Carry the burdens of your brothers and sisters. I was talking to someone recently at the state house about uh, their father just just passing away suddenly, and and they had a stroke a while back, and he passed away. And I said, you know what? Uh, I'll be praying for you, and you know I'll be there for you. I want to drop her something off, uh, just to let her know that I care. That people need to know that we care. People need to know that we will love them and see them through burdens and issues they have in their life. You know, there's many people that are in prison because of mistakes they made. And, you know, they're paying the price. They're paying the penalty for their mistakes. I have a number that listen on the radio. And uh, I don't respond anymore uh, to letters because of my, just because of a lot of reasons. But I, I, I want them to know that God loves them and God forgives them and God will be with them whether they get out or not soon. I don't know. But I know one thing, God forgives those who ask forgiveness. And our job is to gently restore them. It's not to beat them over the the head. It's not to uh, say, what a horrible thing you've done. You know, it's to say that God loves you. God forgives you. Love him. Accept him. Believe in him. And he will direct your path. If anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Don't think too highly of yourself. Pastor, don't think too highly of yourself. Um, Mayor, don't think too highly of yourself. Governor, don't think too highly of yourself. People of God, don't think too highly of yourself. You don't want to be deceived. Each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. We don't need to compare ourselves to somebody else. I used to try to do that. I used to think I wasn't very Christian because I'd compare myself to my dad. My dad, I just, I honestly, in my lifetime, I I have never seen him sin as what you'd call a sin. I've never seen him sin. I just never did. I can't even think of a point. And and I hardly even seen him angry. Oh, he got he got angry at me a couple times for being disobedient, but it was a righteous anger. But I've never seen him get mad at somebody and and talk bad about him. He'd always pray for him. He'd weep and pray for them. He was the ultimate example to us boys about forgiving and loving people, even though. And he, my daddy always said, Tommy, he said, you know, no matter how bad somebody treats you, no matter what they say about you. No matter what they do to you, love them. Forgive them with the love of God. And he was genuine, and he showed us this in his action. For each one should carry his own load, it says. We are responsible for ourselves before God. Nobody's going to be holding your hand when you meet before Almighty God. Folks, I'm here to tell you that someday, every one of us, every single listener, including myself today, will stand before Almighty God and give an account for our life. What is he going to say to you? What's he going to say? Is he going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, enter the kingdom of heaven? 
Or is he going to look at you and say, depart from me. You never knew. I never knew you. I never knew. But Lord, I did this. I did that. I did all these things. I never knew you. Your love for me was not sincere. You did a lot of good talking. You did a lot of good sharing. But your love wasn't sincere. And folks, I'm telling you what, we need to live with in, uh, with sincerity. Verse 6 says, Anyone who receives instruction in the word must share all good things with his instructor. And then he says this in verse 7, a scripture that most people know, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. You and I are going to reap what we sow. And I've in my life, I felt that way. I felt like I've reaped some things that I sowed in some good ways and in some poor ways over the years. And that's what's going to happen. People have problems because they what they have done, but they have to understand God forgives them. Yes, there's a penalty to be paid. There's a price to be paid. But you know what? You turn things around and you make the best of your situation. And you know, don't try to make things up. Don't try to pass things on and, and come up with your own ideas, your own doctrine of the wise and this and that. Say, Lord, I'm responsible. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to do the best wherever I'm at for you. I understand you, Lord. I understand your love and forgiveness. Lord, direct my path. Take care of every step that I take. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. Let me read that again. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let's sow to please the Spirit of Almighty God. And then he says in verse 9, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up, if we do not give up, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. You hear that? Do good to all people, even your neighbor who treats you poorly, even that work guy who, who goes overboard treating you the wrong way. And then he says this, he says, especially treat those who belong to the family of believers good. Treat your church family good. Love them. Walk with them. Encourage them. Don't have odds with them because you disagree on the way something happened in the church or you disagree. Uh, maybe you're in a business meeting and you have a different philosophy. I've been so fortunate in my 35 years at Cloverdale. Our business meetings have been wonderful. People have, we've just not had issues at all. I mean, in my 35 years there, we, we vote on our budget. We vote on different things. The only time of year we vote, we've only had two no votes in 35 years. And the meetings usually last between 25 and 45 minutes. People get along. And I think that's why God has blessed our church. And that's why I believe God has helped us move in, a, in, a, in the right area. But sometimes we have people that want to get odd and they get mad at each other. Next thing you know, they leave the church because somebody made them mad. That is what you call spiritual immaturity. 
It is time to get beyond that and allow the Spirit of God to move in our lives. Folks, Lord bless you. I hope you took to heart some of these things that Paul shared with the Church of Galatia. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.